God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless even you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change. If you allow it and you allow God, he will blow your mind and change your entire life. So grateful to God that he has given us another chance to be in his presence, to study the word of God. So grateful to God that he has given us yet another heartbeat, yet another breath in our body. And so now we just give God glory, honor, and praise for having us on his mind this morning. Nothing we could have done could have earned us another day, another moment in God's uh, trend, his, his life story that he's written for mankind. But because he still has purpose for your life, you are still here. Let us pray. Our gracious Father and our Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for last night's slumber. We thank you for this morning's rising. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for your love towards us. We thank you, God, because we know that we have been unlovable in this life, but yet and still, your love towards us uh, covers a multitude of sins. And so for that, God, we are grateful. God, we pray that on this day, as your word speaks to us, God, God, that we would hear exactly what your word has to say to us, understanding, God, that your word is truly a lamp to our feet. Your word is truly a light to our path. And God, we pray on today that your word would speak to us in the very human place that we are in, that we may continue to transition to becoming more like Christ. God, we love you today and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, we thank God for just another opportunity to be in the land of the living. On this morning, our travels take us first to John, John the 20th chapter. We're going to start the 19th verse, read a couple of verses from there, and then we're going to transition to Luke, the 24th chapter. So we're going to start. Ah, you know, let's do it in the reverse. Let's do it in reverse. We're going to start in Luke 24, starting at verse 13. Luke 24, starting at verse 13. And we're going to read from the New American Standard Bible. Yours might read a little differently. Luke 24, starting at verse 13. For the New American Standard Bible, it reads as follows, And behold, two of them were going that very day to a village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things which had taken place. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself approached and began traveling with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are these words you are exchanging with one another as you are walking? And they stood still looking sad. One of them, called Cleopas, answered and said to him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem and unaware of the things that have happened in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him the things about Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, in the sight of God and all the people. 
and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to the sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he that was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, it is the third day since these things happened. But also some women among us amazed us. They, when they were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body, they came saying that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just exactly as the women also had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish men and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself and all the scriptures. And they approached the village where they were going, and he acted as though he was going farther. But they urged him, saying, Stay with us, for it is getting towards evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. And when he had reclined at the table with them, with, with them he took the bread and blessed it, and breaking it, he gave it to them. And then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to one another, Were not our hearts burning within us as he was speaking to us on the road while he was explaining the scriptures to us? And they got up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found gathered together the twelve and those that were with him, them, saying, The Lord has really risen and has appeared to Simon. And they began to relate their experiences on the road and how he was recognized by them in the breaking of the bread. Let's jump over to John. John, the 20th chapter. And we're going to read a couple of scriptures from the 19th verse. John 20, verse 19. Again, from the New American Standard Bible. It reads as follows. So when it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and when the doors were shut where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them both his hands and his side. The disciples re then rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And we're going to pause right there. The word of the Lord is always blessed. On this morning, with the few moments that I have left, I'd like to talk to you about very human disciples. Very human disciples. You all, it is so common for people to consider that when Jesus had the disciples walking with him and as they watched him perform miracles and as he spoke with them and as he taught with them and as they walked alongside them, that somehow the disciples transformed from being regular people, regular humans, into the super spiritual, super faithful, super never uh, 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 worrying again super Christians that they never thought about 
or never questioned or never were concerned about or never functioned in their emotion humans. But you all, we need to understand, and perhaps it will help us as we consider Scripture, as we walk through the Word of God, as we walk through this journey, this process of becoming more like Christ, perhaps it will help us to understand that even though the Christians or or the disciples walk with Jesus, even though they um, still, you know, watched him perform miracles, watched him uh, cast out devils, watched blind eyes be seen, watched uh, deaf ears be heard, watched the lame walk, heard him speak from the scriptures, watched him, uh, uh, you know, fulfill prophecies, or at least the things that were said of the Messiah that will come, even though they walked along with him for three years, watched the consistency of his walk. Some were even with him with the, you know, at the transfiguration. You know, watch these things that they still were very human. They still had times where they questioned whether this Jesus was truly the Messiah that they were waiting for. If we think back to John, uh, excuse me, to Mark four, when the disciples were in the boat with Jesus, and the storm came up, what did they say to Jesus? Woke him up, huh. woke him up, and said, "Don't you care that we're dying?" And Jesus asked them then, "Oh, ye a little faith, why are you afraid?" You know, same thing. When he sends them on the ship and, and there's a, 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 uh, a storm and they're afraid and they look out and see Jesus walking on the water, thought it was a ghost. Peter said, if it's you, beckon me to call, out, call me out to walk on the water. And he does that. He's walking on water. Then he takes his eyes off Jesus and he starts to sink again. Afraid gets you know Peter gets caught up in his emotions, you know feeding the the five thousand concerned about the people it's too many people, send them away. We don't have food like that, send them away, not understanding who they're walking with. It's not just being afraid, <laughs> sometimes they got indignant. Two of them came to Jesus with their mother saying, look, um, can we sit on your right hand, you know, James and John, sons of thunder. Can one of us sit on your right hand, one sit on your left hand when you make it to your kingdom? Indignant. <laughs> Ignorant. Arrogant. We're not just talking about, you know, being afraid. We're talking about all the emotions, all the things that were totally different than what Jesus stood for. And now here it is that Jesus, crucified on the cross, you know, gave them 
heads up after heads up. Listen. Yes, I'm going to die. I have to suffer. I must suffer. But they don't take my life. I lay it down. If this temple be destroyed in three days, I'll raise it up again. He gave them insight after insight, but yet and still their humanity kept getting in the way. And they failed to understand Jesus' prediction, even Peter, when he said, you know, Peter said, I'll go any place you go. He said, before the crow cries three times, uh, twice, you will have denied me three times. Peter said, no, I won't. What you talking about? I'm going all the way. But he was the main one hiding in the shadows and cursed when someone said, I know you're the one that walks with him. How many of us do that? How many of us don't recognize that Jesus walks with us and we allow our humanity to get in the way? And, and like the disciples, we become afraid. Did you notice that in John 20? where it says that the doors were shut where the disciples were because they were afraid. How many of us have things in our life that causes us to be afraid and allows our humanity to take over and forget that Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I wanted to encourage you on today that even the disciples struggled with their humanity. They struggled to not allow their humanity to get in the way of what it is that Jesus taught them. And I want to encourage you as well that even though they walked directly with Jesus, they were right there, they struggled. So even though you may struggle, it doesn't make you any less a believer, a follower of Christ. It makes you human. So what do we do? We do as the disciples did. We continue to look to the cross. We continue to look to Jesus we continue to look for him and how and things that are said, uh, uh, things that he allows us to see every day, to listen for his voice. And then when we catch a glimpse of him, we be like the disciples. In John 20, verse 20, it says, the disciples then rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Listen, when Jesus gives you a glimpse of him, even in the midst of your chaos, even in the midst of trouble, even in the midst of your questioning, rejoice because you will have encountered Jesus. It's okay to be very human, but don't forget about Jesus. Let's pray. Our gracious Father, we thank you. Thank you, God, because you don't hold our humanity against us, and you recognize that even in the midst of everything that is going on, you will still reveal yourself to us. You'll still speak to us. 
Your prayer is that we will recognize that you have come nigh. I pray that you reveal yourself to us today, and I pray that we will rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God-blessed day. In Jesus' name.